Welcome to Capital Musings Milestones, a podcast featuring insightful news about UNCDF's mission to make finance work for the least developed countries. If you're looking to stay up to date on the latest impactful news and events related to UNCDF's initiatives, you're in the right place. In today's episode, we'll cover the topics of the Gambia government committing resources to a UNCDF-designed approach, the launch of the CIKO project in Ethiopia to increase financial inclusion, the improvement of financial health outcomes for FSP customers in Southeast Asia, the Women-Led Cities Initiative launched at the UN Habitat Assembly, the EFSD Plus Guarantee Facility Meeting in Nairobi, the impact of climate change on Bhutanese yak farming families, the importance of restarting Afghanistan's digital payment system, Denmark's extension of the Logic Project in Bangladesh, the Cook Fund program in Tanzania promoting clean cooking, the potential for growth in Pacific Index Insurance, a UN-funded project improving water access in Ghana, and Belgium's agreement to combat climate change in Mozambique. Let's dive in. The government of the Gambia has demonstrated its commitment to the UNCDF-designed approach by investing national resources into it, marking a significant milestone for the country. Implemented by the UNCDF in collaboration with the International Trade Center, the Jobs, Skills, and Finance for Women and Youth in the Gambia, JSF program, has made noteworthy progress in supporting the government's transition to multi-party democracy. Funded by the European Union, the JSF program has prioritized addressing the social and economic needs of the Gambia while also promoting access to finance, reinforcing decentralization processes, and enhancing national capacities for local economic development with a particular focus on empowering women and youth. Additionally, the program has aimed to increase the resilience of communities to climate change. The government's continued commitment to supporting the JSF program and utilizing the locale approach indicates that the positive impact of the program will endure. However, it is important to acknowledge that some challenges or tensions may arise as the program transitions to relying on national resources. Ensuring a seamless shift and sustaining the momentum will require careful planning, effective resource allocation, and strong collaboration among stakeholders. As the Gambia moves forward, it is crucial for the government to address these potential challenges proactively and leverage partnerships, resources, and institutional capacities to ensure the continued success of the JSF program in empowering communities, particularly women and youth. UNCDF has recently initiated the cash-in-slash-cash-out CIKO project in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia, with the primary objective of enhancing financial inclusion throughout the country. The CIKO project endeavors to strengthen Ethiopia's agent network by offering comprehensive boot camps, enhancing technological solutions, and establishing a CIKO measurement dashboard for industry stakeholders, including regulatory bodies. This initiative is scheduled to span two years and will primarily focus on providing training to 15 service providers, digital distributor incubators, and offering support for central bank outreach. The Gates Foundation has expressed its endorsement for the UNCDF's efforts. The CIKO project has also set its sights on promoting women's active engagement in the digital economy by harnessing sex-disaggregated data and identifying opportunities to gather gender-specific information. At the launch event, panelists unanimously agreed that while Ethiopia has made noteworthy strides in expanding its agent network, there is still much work to be done to enhance access to financial services, especially in rural areas. 
The improvement of psycho networks in Ethiopia represents a crucial milestone in the broader journey towards achieving comprehensive financial inclusion for all Ethiopian citizens, particularly those who have been historically underserved. UNCDF's steadfast belief in the transformative potential of digital technologies remains a driving force behind their commitment to ensuring that marginalized populations, including women, youth, and rural communities across Ethiopia, can fully access and benefit from the emerging digital economy. According to the recent report titled Financial Inclusion in Post-COVID Southeast Asia, Accelerating Impact Beyond Access by the nonprofit CIIP and its partners, credit access has shown notable improvements in the financial health outcomes of almost 90% of FSP, financial service provider customers across Southeast Asia. The report examines the effects of credit access on the livelihoods, well-being, and financial decision-making abilities of FSP customers. The study found that women have been positively impacted by credit access, with a higher likelihood of utilizing loans for business and household well-being. However, the report also identifies a substantial untapped market for holistic financial services in Southeast Asia, as approximately 225 million individuals lack access to bank accounts and 350 million do not have formal credit. Furthermore, the report distinguishes between the customers reached by traditional FSPs and those reached by fintechs. While traditional FSPs are more successful in reaching women customers, fintechs tend to cater to first-time borrowers. To deepen their positive impact on customers, the report emphasizes the importance of establishing trust among FSPs. By implementing innovative solutions and strategies for cost and risk reduction, FSPs can achieve both impact and commercial viability. The report recommends that FSPs expand their array of financial and business services in addition to credit and highlights the need for fintechs to extend their focus to women, rural, and lower-income clients. Moreover, traditional FSPs should embrace digitalization to enhance their reach. Interestingly, the report's findings show that customers who access non-credit services demonstrate higher impact outcomes, such as increased savings, improved meal quality, and increased spending on home improvements. In conclusion, the report emphasizes that impact-oriented FSPs can target commercial returns while still ensuring business sustainability. The Women-Led Cities Initiative was officially launched during the UN Habitat Assembly held in Nairobi. This groundbreaking initiative seeks to empower women, enhance their safety, and promote their economic empowerment by fostering inclusive multilateralism and engaging them in decision-making processes in cities. The core objective is to drive systemic changes for women by facilitating cooperation between leaders from diverse sectors of business and politics. In its pilot year, the initiative will allocate funding to selected cities and regions in Africa, Asia, and Latin America. The potential impact of the Women-Led Cities Initiative is considerable, with a reach of 200 cities across 20 countries. It is projected to benefit 5,000 women-owned businesses and spur the development of 50 gender-responsive infrastructure projects. By actively involving women in decision-making processes and highlighting their success stories during their tenure in mayoral offices, Women-led cities can serve as models for achieving gender-responsive transformative change. By investing in fundamental infrastructure, ensuring safety, and supporting women-owned businesses, these cities can raise living standards and create an environment where women feel comfortable, secure, and safe.
The Women-Led Cities Initiative operates on three crucial pillars, women's economic empowerment, the creation of safe spaces free from violence and harassment, and the promotion of women's leadership and political empowerment. To achieve its goals, the initiative will leverage an innovative catalytic fund that strategically drives positive and scalable impact. The Advisory Council for the EFSD plus Guarantee Facility for Sustainable Cities recently held its inaugural meeting in Nairobi. Established under the auspices of the UN Capital Development Fund, this council has an important role to play in providing guidance and insights for the successful implementation of the Guarantee Facility in secondary cities and river basins across sub-Saharan Africa and Southeast Asia comprising esteemed members such as the United Cities and local governments and UN Habitat, the Council brings together diverse expertise that will contribute significantly towards advancing sustainable urban development, financing solutions, and aligning investment policies with international development agendas focused on cities. The primary objective of the Advisory Council is to ensure investment policies are aligned with international development goals and to provide guidance to UNCDF, by doing so, this initiative aims to address the unique challenges faced by urban areas and secure increased funding resources to support urban sustainability. The collaborative efforts of the Advisory Council will focus on advocating for transformative financing solutions and aligning investment policies with the ideals of sustainable urban development. The establishment of the Guarantee Facility for Sustainable Cities, spearheaded by UNCDF and the Malaga Coalition, together with the successful securing of funding from the European Fund for Sustainable Development, is a testament to the positive outcomes that can be achieved through such collective efforts. In the far eastern region of Bhutan, the impacts of climate change are having significant repercussions on the lives of semi-nomadic yak farming families. These communities are being forced to settle in mountainous areas that are prone to landslides, as the changing climate makes traditional yak herding no longer viable. To adapt to these changes, the families now lead sedentary lives and rely on trading and foraging for cordyceps, a highly prized traditional medicine. Meanwhile, the men of the community take on the dangerous task of searching for these zombie worms, exposing themselves to risks while their loved ones live in constant fear of landslides. Fortunately, the UNCDF's local climate adaptive living facility is providing support to the community. However, the scale of the problem requires further investment. Landslides and glacial lake outburst floods continue to pose a constant threat, and the community needs additional resources to strengthen their resilience against these challenges. Despite the difficulties they face, the community of Sakteng remains determined to survive and thrive. They aim to secure more finance and support to help them adapt to the changing climate and build a sustainable future. The journey ahead is undoubtedly tough, but with the necessary investments and assistance, there is hope that the Sakteng community can successfully confront the impacts of climate change and continue to thrive. A report published by the UN Development Program, UNDP, and the UN Capital Development Fund, UNCDF, underscores the advantages of reinstating Afghanistan's digital payment system as a means to enhance the efficiency of aid distribution, particularly for women and marginalized communities. Following the collapse of Afghanistan's economy and digital payment infrastructure in August 2021, 
Reviving the digital payment system becomes crucial in facilitating the effective delivery and monitoring of aid funds and resources. The report emphasizes the significance of a fast, transparent, and inclusive digital payment system capable of reaching underserved groups. During a survey, it was found that cash assistance was the preferred method of two-thirds of households in Afghanistan. To test the viability of a digital payment system, UNDP and UNCDF dispersed more than $1 million to 15,000 individuals across nine provinces, resulting in reduced transfer costs and time. However, several obstacles impede the widespread adoption of digital financial services, particularly for women, including limited access to smartphones and identification documents, inadequate mobile network coverage, poor financial literacy, and a lack of digital skills. Addressing these challenges necessitates investments in governance, technical support, training, and improved accessibility for all, particularly for women and marginalized communities. Despite the significant challenges, the report highlights the potential for an efficient and inclusive digital payment system in Afghanistan. Collaboration among all stakeholders is essential in shaping a payment system that caters to the needs of all individuals, with a specific focus on women and marginalized groups. A revamped system of this nature could bring forth increased efficiency, transparency, and targeted aid, consequently improving the livelihoods of those in need. Denmark has recently signed an agreement with UNDP and UNCDF Bangladesh to extend the local government initiative on climate change, LOGIC, project for an additional two years. This agreement was signed by the Danish Minister for Development Cooperation and Global Climate Policy, Dan Jorgensen, in Bagerhat. The aim of the LOGIC project is to enhance the resilience of communities in Bangladesh to the impacts of climate change. Under this extension, the project will be implemented in the districts of Rangamati and Vanderban, with a specific focus on locally-led adaptation strategies. The Danish government has allocated 40 million Danish kroner, equivalent to 5.6 million U.S. dollars, for this project. To witness the effects of climate change firsthand and observe the innovative solutions being implemented for adaptation, the Danish dignitaries also visited Mongla in Bagarhat. The primary objective of this new phase of the LOGIC project is to consolidate the achievements made so far and expand the project to include the Bandarban and Rangamadi districts. The ultimate goal is to secure additional resources for further expansion throughout Bangladesh. During the visit, the Minister of Development Cooperation and Global Climate Policy expressed his appreciation for the adaptive measures taken by the affected communities. This extension of the LOGIC project signifies an ongoing commitment to enhancing climate resilience in Bangladesh, particularly in the vulnerable districts of Bandarban and Rangamadi. The partnership between Denmark, UNDP, and UNCDF seeks to strengthen the capacity of local stakeholders and vulnerable communities to effectively address the challenges posed by the climate crisis. The LOGIC model, which utilizes performance-based climate resilience grants, enables resources to be channeled to local governments for implementation of adaptation projects supported by technical assistance. This project extension demonstrates a dedication to addressing climate change on a local level, with the potential for scalability and expansion across the country. The Cook Fund program, funded by the European Union, is currently inviting enterprises in the clean cooking solutions industry to expand their businesses and drive the adoption of clean cooking solutions. 
This initiative aims to address the climate change impacts resulting from deforestation and harmful cooking practices by promoting the market development of clean cooking solutions. The Cook Fund program is specifically offering grants to enterprises operating in the regions of Pwani, Morogoro, Dar es Salaam, Mwanza, and Dodoma in Tanzania. UNCDF and UNIDO are the implementing partners for this program, working towards the affordability, accessibility, and sustainability of the clean cooking solutions market. The second call for applications will run until September 30th, 2023, with grants totaling over 10 billion Tanzanian shillings available. The selection process and fund disbursement are overseen by UNCDF Tanzania, ensuring transparency and accountable management. By supporting enterprises in Tanzania's clean cooking solutions industry, the Cook Fund program presents an opportunity to promote the growth of these businesses and contribute to the transition to cleaner cooking methods. Through the provision of grants and support, the program intends to make clean cooking solutions more affordable and accessible for end users while prioritizing sustainability. The collaboration amongst UNCDF, UNIDO, and the EU demonstrates a collective commitment in addressing climate change and improving livelihoods. As more enterprises receive funding and the adoption of clean cooking solutions increases, the program will have a substantial impact on mitigating deforestation and reducing harmful cooking practices. This initiative aligns with the government's target of achieving 80% usage of clean cooking solutions by 2033, highlighting a shared vision for a cleaner and more sustainable future in Tanzania. The Pacific region holds great potential for the growth of index insurance products, offering the opportunity to transform insurance coverage rates for farmers, micro-businesses, and entrepreneurs. Through the Pacific Insurance and Climate Insurance Program, PCAP, UNCDF has worked diligently to establish strategic partnerships, engage with communities, enhance visibility, build capacity, and foster innovation. This has resulted in the development of several index insurance products that cover risks like excessive rainfall and tropical cyclones in Fiji, Tonga, and Vanuatu. The Lessons Learned Report, which outlines 16 key insights, highlights the potential for innovation and creativity in index insurance. It suggests the possibility of creating new products such as drought and crop index insurance. The report emphasizes the need for stronger collaborations between the development, private, and public sectors. Private insurers are expected to take on greater responsibility as underwriters now that a solid foundation has been established. Sustainability is also a key focus, with all stakeholders encouraged to take ownership of their respective roles. The PCAP report offers a comprehensive analysis of the lessons learned during its inception phase from 2021 to 2022. It identifies areas that require improvement and underscores the extensive efforts invested in creating a sustainable framework for this innovative approach. While policymakers, central banks, and development agencies in the region are the primary target audience, the report also offers valuable insights for academics, educators, journalists, researchers, private and NGO sectors, entrepreneurs, foreign investors, and the general public. Although the initial index insurance products have been successful, the expansion phase faces certain challenges that need to be addressed. Continued product improvement remains an ongoing process, presenting multiple opportunities for diversification and growth in the index insurance market. A small-scale infrastructure project in the western region of Ghana 
known as Ethiopia Forest, has effectively enhanced access to safe drinking water, schools, and hospitals for its community. This project, overseen by the United Nations and funded by the European Union, has greatly aided the residents in coping with climate change-related floods and extreme weather events. In partnership with UNCDF and other organizations, this initiative was made possible through performance-based climate resilience grants. The region faced significant challenges due to unpredictable rainfall patterns and escalating temperatures caused by heightened levels of greenhouse gases. Recognizing the urgent need for reliable water sources, community consultations were undertaken to identify viable solutions. As a result, new facilities, such as clean water supply systems and a floodwater culvert, were constructed. With a total cost of approximately $37,000, the project was completed over a three-month period with the invaluable assistance of community members who participated in the Cash for Work program. This endeavor serves as an exemplary model for transformative investments and locally driven climate change adaptation. By collaborating closely with the local government, the community of Ethiopia Forest successfully addressed their immediate concerns and fortified their resilience. Notably, the achievements and outcomes of this project can inspire similar initiatives in other regions, underscoring the crucial role of community involvement in climate change adaptation efforts. Belgium's Minister for Development Cooperation and Larger Cities, Caroline Genez, recently visited Mozambique to address the pressing issue of climate change. Recognizing Mozambique's high vulnerability to climate change impacts, such as devastating cyclones and significant damage, the Belgian government has committed 25 million euros over five years to assist local communities in preparing for the tangible consequences related to climate change. During her visit, Minister Genez observed the positive effects of the local climate adaptive living facility, LOCAL initiative, implemented by UNCDF in Gaza province. This mechanism enables local communities to take the lead in planning and implementing climate actions, ensuring that their voices and needs are at the forefront of decision-making processes. Belgium's investment of 10 million euros in locally-led climate action through the LOCAL initiative, emphasizes the significance of international cooperation in tackling the climate crisis. Minister Genez's visit serves as a testament to Belgium's commitment to supporting Mozambique in addressing climate change and underscores the power of solidarity in making a difference. Moreover, this collaboration sets a noteworthy example for other countries to follow, inspiring further climate resilience projects that can positively impact lives not only within Mozambique, but also beyond its borders. By empowering local governments and fostering local ownership in climate action, Belgium and Mozambique contribute to a more sustainable and resilient future. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. As we wrap up this episode of Capital Musings Milestones, Let's take a moment to remind us that despite the challenges LDCs face, there is hope and progress being made. Every day, UNCDF will continue its efforts to nurture innovative initiatives in the LDCs. As always, we appreciate your support and look forward to sharing more episodes filled with fresh ideas and empowering stories. If you found this episode helpful, please help us reach new listeners by sharing it on social media using the hashtag Capital Musings or taking a moment to leave us a review on iTunes. Don't forget to subscribe to Capital Musings on your preferred streaming platform. 
or you can visit our dedicated website at podcast.uncdf.org. And finally, don't forget to visit UNCDF News section at uncdf.org news to stay informed about our latest projects and initiatives. Thank you for listening and until the next episode.